0: Grant Bolton here, delighted to have you here listening to the Lab podcast for another episode of our Coach's Corner series. Now, there are a lot of fun perks in our Speaker Lab programs, but our amazing coaches who guide our students through the ups and downs of building a speaking business are the heart of our mission. Every single day, our coaches dedicate their wealth of experience to helping our students gain the clarity and the confidence that they need to make an impact as a professional speaker. Today, our Director of Student Success, Mary Alice Goldsmith, is gonna be taking over the show alongside one of our other incredible coaches. And together, they're gonna guide you through time-tested strategies and tough topics with the practical advice and wisdom that only comes through decades of experience. So whatever stage of your speaking journey that you're in, I know that you're going to benefit from this conversation. So without further ado, I'm going to pass the mic to them. Enjoy.
1: All right. Welcome to today's episode of The Coach's Corner. Super excited to be here with our Awesome, amazing, fabulous coach Jeremy Rochford. I have so many other things I could say too, because he's just the list goes on and on and on. But how are you today, Jeremy?
2: I mean, after that introduction, I'm doing fantastic. I I, I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, she's gonna keep going, like all star, award winning athlete. I'm like, hey, keep going. No, I'm, I mean, I'm good. Thanks. So thanks many things having. to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to talk because uh, talk to you about this particular topic because. Um, we often get this question or we help students have this realization that they can build other branches to their speaking business. And sometimes it it, it works out so beautifully, you know, coaching, consulting, books, courses. And so today we're going to deep dive on how to take your speech and turn it into a a coaching program. And that's, that's sometimes people are like, wait a minute, Wait a minute. I could do that? I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. So I'm excited to talk to you about this.
2: Well, I'm excited. And it's, it's easier than most people know. And to those who are listening, they're probably going to hear this and go, well, why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> and the truth is Harry Potter. Because like each Harry Potter gets darker and darker and darker. When you've got a kid, you're like, all right, we'll do the first two. And then we're going to wait till you grow up because then you can understand the third. It's the same way. We need you. I don't want to say we want to. We need you to focus on your speech. We need you to be very clear with what is that problem you're solving. And once you have those two ideas fairly concrete, well, then we can expand. But where most people go sideways and they get themselves so frustratingly stuck is they get halfway done with something and then they start a new thing. And now they're 50% author, 50% online course creator, 50% coach, and none of it works.
1: Right. And they're completely burnt out.
2: They are burnt out. They are completely opening that door to any possible negative self-talk. Because in their mind, the negative self-talk is right. Not that it's incomplete, it's just wrong. So we can we can have this conversation that we're having now. Once you've got a speech you're happy with, 80-20, we're always 80-20. It could always be better, we know, but we want to be 80% good, 80% ship it. And also knowing what problem you're solving. But once you have those two things pretty much nailed down, it's the perfect time to have this conversation because making a coaching program from your talk much easier than, you know, and that's what we're going to talk about today and super excited. Do you want to keep telling them how, uh, how much more awesome I am? I mean, this was, that was, that was a great intro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you really are great. Um, I think, I think one thing to really spotlight here is, When you do a great talk and you create a great experience, people want more, right? So they're sitting in this audience, you're shedding light with your keynote, that there is a solution to their problem. And there's these steps that they need to do. But we all know how we humans operate. And when we leave that audience, we're so excited about taking the steps and then like a month goes by and you find the little sheet from the talk and you're like, oh man, I was supposed to take those seven steps and I haven't done a darn thing. What's wrong with me, right? So people usually want more and they they want support in that more because life shows up on life's terms and it's really hard to implement things, create new habits, new systems and processes in your life without support, especially if you're not a pro at it. So I think the number one thing to spotlight is how imperative it could be to the people in your audience to have this extension of your talk for support. Let's talk about that a little bit more.
2: Well, yeah. Also, it's a win-win because as speakers, we tend to have more to say. And so it's a complete symbiotic relationship of the audience wanting more. And most speakers trying to edit their speech of saying like, but I've got like three or four more points. And so when we can look at it from the audience's standpoint, 45 minutes, you've crushed it as a speaker. You've given them the next best step. The individuals in the audience who are so excited to take that next step are going to take that next step, but they're also going to wonder, well, what's next? Well, far too often as speakers, we know, that there's a third, fourth, and fifth step that they ought to be taking to really apply the keynote to their life. But we also know as, as good thought leaders, we, we can only give them one or two things. If we give them more than one or two things, they're going to seem overwhelmed. They'll get that that analysis paralysis and they won't do anything. Right. And so the whole concept of turning our keynote into a coaching program, it eliminates that gray space of well, I've already done the next two steps, what's next? And how do I serve them? And so that's why I love the concept of this is not just serving the audience for their needs, but also edifying the creative thought leader in us as speakers to say, all right, there was so much more I could have taught you. Now I've got the time to finally dig into
1: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. And I think, you know, um, the other big, huge win. Let's, let's state the obvious. It really does help you funnel in more revenue for your business, right? So if you're sitting in front of 500 people, and let's just say you have an eight week coaching program, a group coaching program, you know, 10 to 30% of that audience will convert. That's a sweet gig, you know, in one, in one little talk, not little talk, but you know what I mean? One, one, one speaking event. Um, so that it is a great revenue booster, for you while you continue to make such an amazing impact for this this audience, these people who need you. So it, it, it is profound. We often say, to drive home what you were just saying, that the keynote like skims the surface, right? It just kind of like covers the what, but the coaching program, and this is also true for the workshop, really covers the how, right? So this is what it is, this is how you get there. And I think that's a critical piece that um you know the keynote just doesn't have the time or the bandwidth for
2: no i totally agree and i feel like and to me this is the way i've always looked at it and it has really served me and i've said this a few times in group calls and one-on-ones but when you look at the dynamics of what you're teaching i like to look at it like a bone structure and of course, because I'm a weight loss guy, that's where all my analogies go to. If you gain 100 pounds, does your spine really get any larger? Not really, no. But if you if you lose 100 pounds, does your spine really get any smaller? No, it, it really doesn't. So as thought leaders and speakers, if we have this idea, the only thing that should hold us back is the amount of time we have. So if we, if we have an opportunity to speak as a 45 minute keynote, we can still deliver those great points respectfully though, within 45 minutes, knowing that, oh man, if we only had an hour and a half, we could dig in that much deeper. Oh snap. If we only had four and a half hours, we could go that much deeper. Oh man. If we could do like a five day workshop, we like, like, right. And it just goes on and on and on. And what this does, and I feel like this is where the true win and ties it all together for the win for both the audience and the speaker. So many times from the coach's chair, I'm consoling speakers because they're like, I, I I, just, I don't know if I'm making the impact I want to make in only 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I agree, but if that's the feeling, it's going to be a very sad and experience. However, if you go in knowing that the 45 minute keynote is designed to A, leave them better than you found them, B, plant a seed that there are next steps if they want them, and then C, having a place for them to talk to you about what those next steps are, not only do you edify your audience by helping them with those next steps, but also leaving them better than you found them. But you also edify yourself by saying, okay, I don't have to solve all the world's problems in 45 minutes because if they want to, and if they're willing, I can start to solve their problems in eight weeks or 12 weeks Mm -hmm. and I could do it more personalized. And I've learned that whenever I help coaches set up their, or my fault, when I help speakers set up their own coaching business, it makes their keynote better. Because now they don't feel the stress and the frustration of trying to pick and choose what ideas and what concepts and what support. Because they're all good, right? Like that's the yeah. thing. Like, everything they yeah. say is awesome. But, but to some degree it is. Like we've got these really, really impactful things that we, we stress over. Well, if we know that we've got a keynote option, a workshop option, and a coaching option, and the only thing that ties us to the title is the amount of time, Well, then the amount of freedom that we get from the creative side is boundless because now we don't have to chunk everything up for that 45. We can say, all right, the 45 minutes is for this and it's beautiful. The eight week is for this and that's even beautiful as well. Mm -hmm. But to get to the eight weeks, you got to understand the 45 minutes. And this is where you said like the audience wins, the speaker wins, everyone wins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it is a great thing. And and listen, this is not for everyone, right? We have plenty of speakers who have no desire to do coaching and consulting. Totally fine.
2: 100% fine. I am totally fine agreeing with you. It it isn't for everything. It's not for everyone. But for those who are interested,
1: Yeah, no, it's a great option. So I'm sure many of people listening are like, okay, well, how? How?" Like, (laughs) I would love to be a coach, but isn't that really hard? Isn't that really, don't I have to come up with all this new content? And the good news is no, you don't. Um, You're an expertise in your area of genius. And you would be shocked that when you put a human into that area of genius, how much content you actually really know already. Um, So let's talk about... What's the best way for them to first start in creating a coaching program?
2: the whole goal is to look at it by working smarter and not harder
1: yes yes
2: because right. when you think about it, the goal of the speaker lab bare minimum is to have you leave with a keynote that has three points that you feel very solid on if you look in moch coaching programs moch coaching programs, moch coaching, most programs. coaching programs. <laughs>
1: That would be um, most coaching programs. Thank you. I,
2: it, it, you know what? That's my country grammar. Do <laughs> do not let my Jimmy Neutron aesthetics fool you. I can bring the slang with the best of them just because I ain't no Jersey girl. That's right. That doesn't mean I can't speak like I'm not from all the 50 states If I chose to. <laughs> you get to pick whatever that dialect was from. But what you also get to pick is are you going to choose to do an eight or 12 week program? Because when you break it down, a lot of the coaching programs are 8 to 12 weeks. Well, if you look at that systematically, let's just use an 8-week program for fun. So let's let's make this a 101 introduction to coaching structure and how to make your keynote apply to it. 8 weeks. You have an intro week. You have an outro week. Well, now you've got 6 more weeks to fill. Well, Schneikes, <laughs> You've got 3 of those weeks already taken up by the three points of your talk creation template. But how many speakers out there have said, myself included, ah, I got a fourth and a fifth point, but if I gotta choose three. Mm-hmm, well, and I have a
1: sub to the, I have this right, sub
2: right, like, Wait. right? It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like every plot, <laughs> a new subplot, like every point has seven points. So it's like, right. my, it says three points, but it's a 21 <laughs> point speech. <laughs> But you've already got three points. And if you're like some of us who have more points if we have more time, well, great news. You've got three weeks to account for it. So if you're one of those individuals, one of those speakers who are like, ah, you know, got five points, but I've got to choose three. Well, in this coaching structure, put those other two in. And now you've just got one more. Because many of us have seven points we want to talk through. Many of us have five points we want to talk through. But we understand that the dynamic mind really likes the rule of threes. So in a keynote setting where that's their expectation, it's perfect. In a coaching setting, it gets a little bit different because if they're signing up for an eight-week course, they're expecting something new every week. Which, as mentioned, you just about have it without doing anything. Yeah. If you have a talk creation template, you are five-eighths of the way there. Mm -hmm. You just have to think of what are those other three. And as mentioned, if if you're like most, and if you're not, that's okay. But many of us have other things that we wish we had the time to say. This is the perfect time to say them. Mm -hmm. And so when you step back and you look at it, you're like, wow. I mean, I'm almost there. And yeah, I've got three or four other points that I wish I would have talked about. Now... I've got my eight-week coaching session ready to go. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it through speech theory, I mean, you can almost use the talk creation template to set up your coaching. What's the main point for this week? Why does it matter? What's the story or empirical data point that supports why you're working through it this week? And then what's the application they can work on for the rest of the week?
1: Yeah, totally. So true. It's so true. I also would say too, like... Um, having created several coaching programs, the room for flexibility, like, Mm. of course you have to have an outcome and you, you already know what the solution is that you solve, right? As a speaker, it's, it's going to be the same or similar, uh, through your coaching program, but having some, um, room for at like growth or spur of the moment, like as you're coaching people, you're like, Oh wait, they need more of this, they need less of this. They need more of this. So also leaving some um, flexibility to add some things towards the end or in the middle. Um, I would say definitely have your first couple of modules locked and loaded. But then as you're coaching people and you're seeing those similar themes coming up, that could be week eight or week seven or whatnot. Um, Again, you have to have a solution. You can't just sell a coaching program and be like, no, I promise you're going to figure something out, you know, <laughs> has to be specific, but leaving that room for the content to kind of take on a life of its own is not a terrible idea. I know some people are like, oh my gosh, I'm panicking right now,
2: but. Well, let, let me unpanic them because this is where I will use the terminology of controlled chaos. I think they- <laughs> If you're a Phineas and Ferb fan, think of the have a do nothing day. When you plan on doing nothing, it's a lot easier to do nothing because you planned it. You don't feel the anxiety, or at least you shouldn't because you planned it. And if you're intentional about leaving that last week open for whatever the client or whatever your student wants to talk about, then it's planned. It's planned. Over the past five weeks, these are the things that I felt you'll need to be successful. I wanted to leave this last week open for whatever you felt would benefit you. And that way, you don't have to freak out because it's planned, it's intentional, but you just don't know what it is until you get there. But your student is going to tell you. But you've already got the outline. You already know it's going to be eight weeks. You've already known it's going to be five of the six are planned. You've planned to make that sixth week whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And so you still have all control. You still have that structure. You still have that roadmap. You still know where this is going. But it's kind of like if you're going to the mall, you're like, what do you want to eat? Hey, we're going to the food court. Like, you know, you're going to eat something, Mm -hmm. but what sounds good? Pretzel dogs, Asian, Panera. I don't know why they showed up, but sure. Like, cool.
1: Yeah. No, I think think the other things to think about too is with your speaking business, how much of you needs to be a part of the coaching. Is it going to be a content course driven type of coaching program where there's videos of you and then, you know, application and the homework and all of that, or is it going to be you coaching one-on-one? That's a lot of your time, right? And so you're going to cap on the amount of students or the clients that you can take, Or is it going to be more of a a larger group program where you're taking people all through the program together and you're meeting on calls as a group? These are some of the things you want to think through. um, And you want to think about the pros and cons with all of that. I think with the group program, it gives you more time to continue to build the speaking business, take on more clients, but have less of one-on-one type impact with them um the one-on-ones are so impactful because you're really getting into whatever your particular uh, area of genius is with that person and so you have more of an impact with them you're kind of journeying with them it's also you could also charge more obviously because it's a little bit more of your time one-on-one so really thinking about all of that as well um, you know, as you're building the speaking business, you you want to make sure you have the bandwidth and you're not stockpiling all the coaching, which is then kicking you off your speaking game, right? So keeping in mind that work-life balance and what's the best way for you to structure it. Um, I think other thing. Oh, go ahead. You have something to say about that?
2: No, I, I, I do. And and I didn't want to get lost too far from what you were saying, because everything you're saying is fantastic and, and brilliant. And if, if there's someone who can speak to being good at coaching, it's definitely you. What I wanted to highlight was how, and, and I'm not just trying to blow smoke, but how awesome the Speaker Lab has set up this conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. Because as a student of the Speaker Lab, you will have experienced one-on-one coaching. Yep. You will have experienced group coaching. Yep. You have, will have experienced a hybrid of pre-recorded material and walking through it. Mm-hmm. And so... You will have, because I, I wanted to focus on that reality. Yeah. Because if you're listening to this and you're like, I, I don't know, I, which what would you yeah, actually you do know during, right? Yeah. So like that's, and that's, even cohorts, like, even like the even, smaller even cohorts, right? the
1: group so style coaching.
2: The speaker lab. So like, I'm, again, like I want to, I don't want this just to be an ethereal podcast. I want people to leave here with some tangible thoughts.
1: Like, yeah, no, I love what you're saying.
2: Think about what your experience has been with the speaker lab. Do you like the one-on-one coaching more? Do you like the cohort style? Do you like the group stuff? Do you like the speak live? Like what flavor of the speaker lab do you like the most and feel that would align with your heart and your competency? Because when you really step and think about it, which is why I really wanted to do this podcast, if you want to go down this path, you are so much more prepared than you think you are. And let's give Nanette a shout This helps bring in the business mindset. How do we look at ourselves like a business individual and not just a speaker for those who do wanna make more beyond the stage, who do wanna have some balance? And that's the thing, you get to choose. If you wanna do one-on-one and you only have bandwidth for five, that's your cap. You get to choose what your price is. If you wanna do more of the community style, like you get to choose. We're just, this this is a knowledge buffet.
1: That's right. We're that's just, right.
2: This is, this is the golden corral ground round of knowledge. I mean, we're, we're just laid at it. If but you want rules, you have it. You do you.
1: <laughs> but it's true, like you, you know, you're you're building this business, and there's no rules, right? The rules are, you have to provide great service, and you have to pr- provide a solution to to your people's problems. That that's the only two rules, really. Uh, you get to decide and design how you want your business to to run. The other thing I want to point out, which you've all also experienced with the Speaker Lab, is you might say, you know, I love coaching. I just don't see myself doing it long term. Well, look at Grant. Grant was coaching, right? But then he got smart and he said, you know what? I, w- I want to spend more time building the business. And so I'm going to hire coaches to do the coaching. And so that's that's. A Next tier, next level of where this business can go, right? You can, you could start saying, you know, I have enough coaching under my belt, I could start hiring certified coaches. Uh, A lot of our coaches were also speakers. So sometimes your next best coach is right under your nose, that has gone through your program. Um, so there's a lot of of opportunity for growth and for your business to go to the next level. Um, if you go to module five, you'll be able to pull out that workbook and really start thinking about this in three-year chunks. You know, maybe for the next three years, you're just going to focus on perfecting uh, the program itself. And then maybe after that, the next three-year goal is perfecting hiring a, a larger team, and then so on and so forth. Uh, but that's, that's the opportunity that, that's available, which is really awesome.
2: And to that point, because I love that you said this, because I, I, I want people to take away the freedom that they have in this decision-making process. Mm-hmm. If we go back to something that was said earlier, and I love that this ties in, this whole episode came to be because enough people had asked about it. That's how I knew and believed that there was value in talking about this. When you start to develop your own coaching program, you will see that some weeks, some thoughts resonate better with others. So in like you said, let's go through, like let's beta test some of these ideas. You may start out doing one-on-one coaching and realize that you're saying the same thing over and over and over again, which then may lead you to a hybrid where you record yourself doing a video. That way they've got the the groundwork laid so that when you have the one-on-one conversation, you're diving that much deeper. Mm-hmm. And so you may start out being a coach 45 minutes, but then you realize 80% of the stuff I'm saying over again and you record it. You take your coaching sessions down to half hour. You reclaim those 15 minutes. Yeah. But these are things that you only learn by doing, like you mentioned, you know, Grant started out here and by doing it, he ended up here. And then by learning, he ended up here. I feel like for me, the hopeful takeaway, buffet joke aside, is that students can look at this like a tool in their tool belt. And if they choose to use it, fantastic. But it never hurts to have a Phillips head and it never hurts to have a flat head, no matter where you're going. You may never <laughs> use it. You have so many now. It's, it's, that's what I do.
1: That's what you do.
2: I like (laughs) analogies. Like I like analogies. I know. (laughs)
1: That's great. Um, I think just to wrap up here, um, I think we've gave, you know, given great points and it all starts with your talk, right? It all starts with your content. That's the good news. Um, I think, I think the other thing I want to say about coaching is I think everybody thinks they could be a coach. Uh, Definitely go and get yourself educated. Right. F- seek seek certification. Really learn the skills of being a coach and continue to perfect them. Something really, really important that um, will really help your program be a success.
2: I'm I'm going to echo that. I had a business coach who I vehemently really disagreed with and still do, but I love him. And I think he gets this from Tony Robbins. He may not. I don't want to throw Tony under the bus, but he would always say. Your life experience is your certification, not your certification. But that reminds me of something I learned back when I was playing hockey, where they said, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. So if you're not getting individuals speaking into your life about how to coach, and you go down your own path, you may be picking up bad habits and negative habits, and you may be getting really good at something wrong.
1: It's so true. So it's I
2: point. I wanted to complete, and and you know I will
0: mm-hmm.
2: I will die on that that hill. <clears throat> I mm-hmm. think certified personal trainers are the only personal trainers people should work with because mm-hmm. they've got knowledge of the body that people who look great on Instagram but don't have letters after their name don't. So to so echo careful. what you're saying, look into a how-to coaching program, mm-hmm. even if it's just a refresher. You may be like, oh, I do all this already. Well, fantastic. You're that much ahead of the game. But as content curators, which as speakers we all are, most of us have that bone in our body that just can't stop learning. So this might be a good itch to scratch if you're in that place. So I I completely agree with you. And I wanted to throw more analogies because I don't think we had enough in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. So, but yeah, I think that that's one thing that I would really recommend and, and not for nothing else, just to give you the confidence that you feel really good about your coaching skills and what you're going to be able to bring to the table. It's really important. Um, I think to wrap up and to keep this really simple just like the coaching program, and we get this question probably multiple times a week, how do I take a keynote and make a workshop? It's very similar, right? It's it's obviously easier than building a a coaching program, but it's literally taking the points of your keynote. And like Jeremy said, we usually have more than three, or we have like three A, B, and C, and one A, B, and C, and you, you expand that into a workshop. And so- Maybe, maybe that's how you practice. Maybe you practice first with a workshop. You see the impact of watching people do what you're teaching them and the aha moments and the realizations. And then you say, ah, this, this could be a coaching program. So that, that might be a great way to test drive this.
2: 100%. And I know because I'm one of us, For those of us who like to be hypercritical when people say things about us that maybe aren't favorable, this is the exact opposite. When people start talking about some of the things that you're saying that really resonate with them, start to listen. Because those are the things that you may want to start curating and use for the foundation of your coaching program. Because we're all bringing different perspectives to things. Even the most redundant of topics can be made profound because of our unique perspectives on that. Please don't take that for granted. You may think, oh great, the world needs a, the world doesn't need another coach. yes, they may actually need another coach because the people who need coaching need your voice to make the information make sense. So if this is for you, I would heavily encourage you to think about it. If this is not for you, sorry you will never get this time back, but you got some really good analogies and some really great laughter. For those of you who are in the middle, why not think about it? Because there is an audience for your voice. And you'd be very surprised how much easier it is to help them and find them than you think.
1: Yeah, well said, really well said. And for those of you who are like, I just need to start working with the speaker lab. Make sure you head over to thespeakerlab.com and book a strategy call so that we can help you make all of these decisions. If you're not working with us already in one of our programs, uh, we're here for you. We're here for you to solve. Like, we don't just write killer talks. We solve all of these these things, which is incredible. Um, Jeremy, thanks so much for your time and your knowledge and this topic. It's, it was a, it, it's a really important one because speaking is amazing but what else could we be doing? And 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 again, if if speaking is your what else, awesome. You're right where you're supposed to be. But for those speakers out there saying, man, I could be doing so much more with this. And like people come up to me and they want to work with me, but I don't have anything. Well, this could be your thing. This could be your next thing. And maybe it starts with a workshop. Maybe it goes right into an eight to 12 week course. Totally up to you. But if you're working with us here at the Speaker Lab, bring it to your next coaching call.
2: We'd love to talk to you about it.
1: That's right. All right, everybody. Have an awesome day. Thanks so much, Jeremy.
0: Here at The Speaker Lab, we pride ourselves on the amazing caliber and diversity of our coaching team. In addition to decades of experience in building a speaking business, each of our coaches has a unique specialty ranging from self-discovery to executive leadership to spirituality to marketing to writing and more. And so whatever path you want to forge as a speaker, you can find someone with the experience and wisdom to guide you on our coaching team. If you've ever thought about working with our incredible team, it is a great time to take the next step. So I want you to head to The Speaker speakerlab.com slash corner. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash corner to learn more. Also, if you enjoyed today's podcast, our podcast is full of similar coaches, corners, episodes, interviews with incredible professional speakers, and so much more. So I want you to check it out over at thespeakerlab.com slash podcast. Finally, got a huge favor to ask of you. I want you to leave us a rating or review for this show. We read every single one of them helps other speakers find valuable free resources that they can also use to build their speaking careers. And thanks as always for listening and we'll see you next time.